It is a long-standing tradition at Family Life that we get the news team together near the end of the year to talk about the year just passed. I am Greg Gillespie, and I get to be the herder of cats today. <laughs> First of all, very much thanks to Bob Price, who has been in the uh, ringleader chair for this for a good long time. You have tar hard shoes and hard headphones to fill. Well, I love working myself out of a job, Greg, so thank you. So we are going to have conversation on our top five news stories. We could do this for three hours and still not cover 2023. It was that kind of year. Our morning anchor, Mark Webster, our noon anchor, Bob Price, and our afternoon anchor, Sarah Harnish, are here. So, Mark, we'll go to you. What was the number five story of 2023 on your list? Got two letters for you, Greg. A-I. The proverbial genie seems to have been let out of the bottle. And as to whether this genie is a good one or an evil one, the answer seems to be C, all of the above. It's hard enough to understand how the technology even works. To say nothing of what its nearly endless ramifications may turn out to be, I could have probably had ChatGPT write this segment for me. <laughs> I'd have done a better job, too. It's capable of great good in science and medicine, but in the wrong hands, AI's greatest impact may be in the form of things it's capable of that humans won't even realize it did. And that is scary. Mm-hmm. I'm with Mark on this one. We picked the same thing. I went with AI because you've got the striking actors and the writers for the better part of the year. They're losing their jobs to computers. It's an issue in cybersecurity with all of the hacking, kids in college using it to cheat on their writing. It's just starting and we're going to hear a lot more about it in the next decade. Bob Price, where do you start your top five? This was tough because I was wavering bef between that balloon that crisscrossed across the country early this year and this, the Titan Submersible, which I have as my fifth biggest story. It was Google's second most searched story of the year, the Titan Submersible. June 18th, Greg, the Titan on its way to tour the Titanic imploded in the North Atlantic, killing all five on board. This story had staying power due to the human interest factor but also the fact that it took so long for us to determine the fate of those on board. A tragedy in the ocean, the Titan submersible implosion. My number five for the year, I've called inflation, prices, and the economy. Prices are much higher for most of everything, even with increases in salary or wages. It's been very hard to keep up. Gas prices double what they were a couple of years ago. That means anything that gets delivered to you in a truck, a plane, train, automobile went up. My big concern is we look at the rate of inflation. Oh, well, inflation is down. It used to be eight, and now it's five or something like that. That doesn't mean prices are going down. I wish we would watch those numbers a little more closely. Let's go to Sarah to start our number four round. Number four, I picked weather. Uh, flooding in New York and Pennsylvania, August, September, taking out parts of Scranton and those hundred houses in Canandaigua. We had 18-inch snowstorms in November for the snow belts. But even this month, the December tornadoes in Tennessee, and it's just been a high year across Tornado Alley. We've got the fires out in uh, Maui, the wildfire. As far as tornadoes go, 1,402 tornadoes in 2023. That's just 400 shy of the all-time record set in 2004. So weather's made probably half of our newscasts, I think, this year in some form. Bob Bryce, we'll go to you for number four. Mine's a little different than Sarah's. I picked weird weather as my fourth biggest story of the year. The months of June, July, and August were the hottest ever recorded in the history of the world. Uh, you know it's hot when you're telling uh, the temperature in Death Valley 
for weeks at a time. Also, who can forget that otherworldly orange haze that settled on upon us in June? Compliments of the Canadian wildfires. Many of us stepped outside, Greg, and said to ourselves, hey, this must be what Mars looks like. Sarah was talking about in uh, Maui, uh, about 100 deaths there. Uh, That's why weird weather is my fourth biggest story of the year. Let's go over to Mark Webster now. What's number four for 2023? Yeah, guys, weather was huge. But before I went with the shift in the abortion battle, we're about 18 months removed from the historic overturning of Roe v. Wade. Those who predicted the abortion debate would morph from one big battle into 50 smaller ones were spot on. Pro-lifers barely had time to cheer Roe v. Wade overturned before conflicts over abortion access versus the right to life began to play out in state capitals, including New York and Pennsylvania. There's a huge impact on upcoming elections as well. And oh, by the way, will we ever hear who leaked that infamous Supreme Court draft? Probably not. My number four, some of you have already hit that, AI, artificial intelligence, rise of the machines is really going to be shaping us in a lot of ways. There's talk about 20% of current jobs being eliminated. Mid-December, the very large number of European nations came up with at least a framework for rules to make sure that we can shut off AI or at least identify what was human produced and what came from the machines. (laughs) And we're at number three, and we'll go back to Mark for that. All right, Greg, and for that, I have illegal immigration. When Title 42 rules expired in May, the floodgates opened, and they've stayed that way ever since, despite insistence by the current administration that there's nothing to see here. America's southern borders have looked at times more like a scene out of Woodstock, to the point that even some Democrats, their cities now overwhelmed by the flood of immigrants into their areas, are demanding those in charge do something to pause the parade. But we've had another year go by, still no real clear consensus or agreement on what to do about it, and it's an extra vexing issue for Christians, seeking to balance the rule of law and national security with offering assistance to legitimate asylum seekers. question of legitimate is something that has been raised as these debates have raged for two and a half years now. Let's go to Sarah for her number three story of the year. I went with the abortion election, uh, November general election decisions that were pro-abortion in Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, um, as a referendum for what the country thinks post Roe versus Wade, even in conservative states, which was interesting and concerning, interstate travel has doubled for people wanting abortions in states that have banned it. One in five patients are now traveling out of state. So far, 14 states have made abortion with an outright ban, but also nearly the same number of states have protected it. My number three is a big category of war and wars. We have Ukraine that started the previous year shaped in a different way as we come to the end of 2023 than what it looked like at the beginning of the year. Southern Israel and Gaza has been at war since October. There's other wars that don't make our headlines in Africa and elsewhere. In some ways, U.S. city streets feel like a war zone. I think there's some of that happening with Mexican cartels. There's been talks about the assaults on women by Hamas. Many of those are happening to the women that are coming up across the border. Always present problems of war have certainly been in our headlines this year. Bob, what's your three? Mark, Greg, and Sarah, I love you all, but you're all wrong. 
<laughs> the, the third biggest story of the year. You knew this guy's <laughs> name was going to come up. The many trials of Donald Trump. Four indictments, 91 charges, all for one man. So far, the ex-pres seems to be undaunted by the criminal proceedings. He's got about a 40-point lead. Last I checked, going into the Iowa caucuses, Democrats' efforts to bring down Trump seem to have only buoyed his standing amongst Republicans. We're going to see how these court proceedings play out on the campaign trail next year. That should be fun. But so far, he appears to be Teflon Don. Nothing seems to stick to this guy. But the trials of Trump, my third biggest story of 2023. We are looking at the stories that made headlines, the issues that shaped our world and our lives. The uh, Family Life News team is working our way through. Each of us have a top five, and you'll hear us zigzag back and forth. Bob obviously gets to break all the ties here. It, it makes <laughs> me think it, of, it. <laughs> I, I, I watch a series of YouTube videos where a guy counts down top 10 music stuff, top 10 drum yeah. solos and all that. And he's always saying any of these top five could be any of top five. So we'll we'll see if we can get consensus here. Sarah, we're all the way up to number two. Who's your runner-up? I went with the war in Gaza. I think in the back of everybody's mind, we're thinking two things. Number one, can Hamas terror hit the U.S. as they hunt for Jews globally? And is it a recipe for another 9-11? And number two, does it start another war abroad with Iran and maybe even possibly Russia, China on one side and Europe and the United States and all the democratically allied countries on the other side? I think everybody's sort of sitting here and holding their breath to see what happens in the Middle East. And does this thing really wrap up with the intense fighting in a couple of weeks and then a few months as they settle things down in Gaza? Or does it erupt into something much larger? Does the lack of Middle East peace disrupt global peace? Let's go to Bob, who's your silver medalist. Yeah, silver medalist. Uh, Mark already touched on this. Disorder at the border is my runner-up this year, Greg. We saw in 2023 the impact of illegal immigration in our own backyard. Migrants from the border showing up in New York City, Chicago, L.A., and, uh, oh, by the way, Martha's Vineyard, too. This crisis has overwhelmed federal, state, local resources, guys. Not just the people, but the drugs, too, pouring into this country. The national security risk that this catastrophe poses cannot be ignored. It's not a crisis. It's an invasion, as one person put it, and it's just getting worse. Mark, any chance you've got a number two? I do, and it's civil and political unrest. There was a poll by The Economist last year found 42% of Americans think a U.S. civil war is likely in the next 10 years. And it's not hard to understand why. You probably have to go back to the 1960s to find America so divided. Moderate middle ground actions and rhetoric are the clear exception. This was the year of far left versus far right politics. Divisive candidates Joe Biden and Donald Trump appearing set to face off come November, unless one or both of them is stopped by the legal process. Throw in inflammatory debates over abortion, religion, race, immigration rising crime rates, the rise of violent rhetoric on college campuses, and the public square suggest there's only more of the same to come in 2024. Well, I will tell you the number two on the Greg Gillespie list here is a second cousin to what Mark just told us about. Mine says just the justice system. There are questions about uh, Joe Biden. There's questions about Donald Trump, the prosecutions, the impeachments that are happening, the questions on whether we can trust the Justice Department. And also, even beyond our political leaders, the number of people who don't feel safe 
because of crime. That's a very high number in New York State. There are many places in Pennsylvania where that same thing is happening. Arrests and investigations on people who are peaceful protesters at pro-life centers and at school board meetings. At the same time, we see all this violence on the streets and organized groups breaking through the front windows of stores. The justice system, I think everybody believes it's broken. The agreement on a fix ought to be easier. We are at number one here, and I'll go ahead and start this because it's something that we have heard from others of you elsewhere on your list. From a United States perspective, the immigration and the border issue. Again, this has been going on long before 2023 started, but the crush of people have come through. There is a disregard for law. It used to be illegal to illegally cross the border. But the implications, people in Texas and Arizona have been fighting this for a long, long time. Good food pantries and homeless shelters have been at work there. But when you have New York City and Virginia and South and North Dakota as front lines in a southern border dilemma, that's obviously number one for me. Hmm. Let's go for Mark's number one story of the year. All right, Craig, and I have wars and rumors of wars. As the new year approaches, no one seems to be giving peace a chance. The war of the moment, Israel-Hamas, already has casualties in the tens of thousands, no clear end in sight, just the latest round in the seemingly never-ending conflict that has defined the Middle East since Old Testament times. The puppet masters behind Hamas, Iran, and the rest of the extremist groups seem bent on growing that war into a more regional conflict involving the U.S., all while managing to pull in billions of dollars from Washington in a dubious attempt to aim, prevent what seems to be inevitable, a nuclear-armed Iran. And what happens when that happens? Meantime, last year's top story, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, seems a lot to drag on into its second year. We thought Vladimir Putin had miscalculated Western resolve, but now we have to ask, did he really? Add in potential conflicts with China over Taiwan, a nuclear-armed North Korea, and a host of other simmering spots in Pakistan, the Middle East, and Africa. Wars and rumors of war seem certain to continue and even expand in 2024. They have filled our newscasts and filled our top five lists here today. Let's go to Sarah for your number one story of 2023. Well, I cheated. I picked two things because I couldn't decide between the two. So uh, we the don't first have one, official rules <laughs> for the uh, Somebody get the flag out here. <laughs> so the first one is um, Bidenomics. And uh, tied with that, I would say a national faith revival because Jesus is always the answer. But for Bidenomics, inflation not seen since 1982. I mean, at the beginning of the year, we had $9 a carton eggs, gas prices, housing prices, Poll Democrats think that outside of concern for Joe Biden's age, this is the one reason they may not vote for him again, because their paychecks can't handle his economic policy. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. And then the second one that I picked, it's been a crazy year for churches, thousands attending Asbury University's spontaneous worship sessions in Kentucky that went on for 144 bro- unbroken hours. We had the Pirates Cove baptisms, thousands of people getting baptized, the record-breaking sales of the Jesus Revolution movie. That film grossed $54 million. And I thought it was interesting. It made Netflix's top five spot. People were interested in a movie about getting saved. So the post-COVID faith boom in people seeking Christ in 2023. It probably makes sense to put faith in there in your top spot, because I think that may well prove to be the answer on all these other things we have going. 
the most experienced family <laughs> life news anchor bob price you get the last one the guy with the most hair is that who is i i by the way i like sarah's a lot better than mine guys i'm replacing one war with another for top spot last year i had the war in ukraine this year i have the war in gaza october 7th changed everything in this world, not just the Middle East, but in this world, Israel's 9-11 happened when Operation Jericho Wall was launched by the terror group Hamas. The unspeakable evil unleashed that day forced Israel to invade the Palestinian territory. To date, about 20,000 dead on both sides. We've seen the trickle effect of this war, a rise in anti-Semitism this country's not seen since the days when the Nazis we're trying to take over this world. It's dangerous to be a Jew in 2023, something we thought we'd never have to say. The suffering in the Palestinian territory right now, you cannot even put into words that kind of suffering. And that is why the Israeli-Hamas war, by far, to me, was the biggest story of 2023. A lot of common ground among the team here and uh, some very unique perspectives. It has been my privilege to work alongside these three wonderful people who give us the hard news, give us the good news day in and day out all year long. Bob Price, Sarah Harnish, Mark Webster, I'm Greg Gillespie. Thank you so much for listening and playing along with us as you've been reliving some of 2023. I think we, I can speak for all of us. I trust that 2024 will have much more good news shine some light in the year ahead. It's an election year. I don't know that will be true, but that is my wish. It'll be interesting. Happy New Year, guys. Thank you.